welcome to the episode of the Nintendo Retail Podcast. I am Triforce Todd, and joining me today is Warrior Will. Yes, may the fourth be with you and revenge of the fifth, everybody. And yes, this is probably the only time you're gonna hear that joke in this podcast, and maybe another two or three more years. Last I checked, so yes, may the fourth be with you and revenge of the fifth. Yes, we are recording this on the fourth, if you can't tell, and uh, you're hearing this hopefully on the fifth. So we all hope you have had a Star Wars filled time, and if not, then you know you're heathens. So, <laughs> seriously, I got so many Star Wars fans on my timeline. It's it's crazy, including my BFF. Well, not the uh, this BFF that we have here on the podcast, but the other BFF that I have out in the in cyberspace. But uh, yeah, she's doing like Star Wars themed bullying tonight, and I was like, great, do it, use the Force and win, and she didn't. So, which proves that her opponent was cheating and totally on the dark side. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it it happens. Anyway, also here is Skull Kid Scott. I am alive. Mm-mm-mm. Also, I want to know, and this is tying into the Star Wars thing. Scott, please tell them your Twitter handle. <laughs> Sit, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yes, I am on the team of the Sith, and mainly because of Night Shield Republic. <laughs> ah, okay. okay Classic. Okay. Uh, and here once again is Falcon Five. Hi. I really don't have anything exciting to say like everybody else, but. The Star Wars song was nice, Will. <laughs> and believe it or not, I did not use the original composition. It was uh, I used the um, a cover version of the Automaton. Yeah, I can, I, I can tell. Yeah, I was wondering why it sounded different. I, I, that yeah, was, it, was, it was pretty obvious, Will. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the original version has more dark side. So, <laughs> do, come to the dark side. We have cookies and Scott. Yes. There you go. Do it. <laughs> All right. So, in lieu of certain events, both this weekend and next, we're actually going to change the uh, format of the show tonight because this weekend it's the Splatfest, and next weekend is the release of I almost said Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, wouldn't that be great? No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Do not release another Star Wars. I mean, Mandalorian season four, maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, I have the season four already out. That's that's prime time like, recording right there. <laughs> Um, but no, it was the release of Tears of the Kingdom, so we'll be doing, talking about that game in our main event, but first we're going to do the Splatfest, which is of course the Triforce Splatfest, which is going to be really, really fun, so ladies and gentlemen, it's time to settle it in Splat. As per usual, uh, we have each taken a side of the Triforce. Uh, and while two of us are going to be on one side, it's still just going to be a fun little debate. Let's have it. Let's get to it. And I will go first. And do you know why I'm going to go first, ladies and gentlemen? Because I am the host. And do you know what the host has? Unlimited power! I wish. <laughs> I mean, if I did, I could mute Will so easily. All right, Palpatine, and you're gonna go full on, like you're gonna become the, become the storm that is approaching, a la Virgil as well. <laughs> Do it. Ah, uh, yes. Um, 
but I will, of course, be taking the path of Ganondorf. And I will happily say that I bought the Splatoon Ganondorf-themed shirt, and it has been shipped my way. Uh, I want to note that of the three, I also think that the Ganondorf works the best, just because it's not a white shirt. Uh, yeah, I mean, black's always been looking good. Like, yeah. it was white, one thing, one white easily stained, of course, the sweat stains, yada, yada, yada. And, but and yeah, yeah, like, the, black shirts, like the, like the chaos one from Splatoon 2, yeah, that thing always was nice. Like, white shirts just, just generally don't look well, unfortunately. I mean, I've had white shirts in the past, and, like, I had a great one with Mario on it. It was a Mario Kart Wii shirt, actually, and I loved wearing that thing. But there are certain designs that work on a white shirt, and look. With like the Zelda and Link ones, they just didn't work. But with the Ganon one, it's like, okay, yeah, it's black, it's imposing, you know. And I mean, color theme wise, I mean, sure, 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 sure. So, but why, why choose power? Because let's be honest here, and I'm speaking of this specifically from a Legend of Zelda standpoint. Oh boy, here we go. No, I'm serious. I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm asking you to look at the lore. Who wins? All the gosh dang time. It ain't Link and Zelda. It's Ganon. <laughs> Ganon canonically wins all the time. And then Zelda and Link and their various allies have to come in and wrestle control of Hyrule with Termin. Uh, I no, Majora with Termina. Uh, you know, or the, 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 the flooded lands, you know, uh, it's Skyward Sword and all of them. Like, they have, yes, I know it's Demise, but still. Um, but, like, canonically, Ganon. Demise, Ganondorf, they win all the time. It's scary how easily they win. There is a timeline in the branching universe that is Legend of Zelda where Ganon kills Link and rules the world, and eventually the lands flood, and that becomes Wind Waker. That's canon. Ganon wins, kills Link, and then the world eventually floods. So that that's power, ladies and gentlemen. That is absolute power. And you could say, but power eventually loses in the end. Yes, but you have a nice long reign <laughs> before it ends, okay? Like, let's look at Ocarina of Time. Ganon got the Triforce of Power and ruled for seven years before Link had to travel all over Hyrule just to come and beat him. And even then, it wasn't that easy, alright? He had to defeat multiple forms of Ganon and he needed, like, all this silly weaponry. Ganon doesn't need that kind of weaponry. He has magic! Alright? He has magic, he has swords and skills, he can shoot lightning. Of course, who doesn't love lightning tennis? Always a great sport. And it's just, he's, so, he's so good at being powerful, and then he, he finds ways to make himself even more intimidating, like by turning into a giant pig. Is a pig intimidating? I say to you, have you ever seen Miss Piggy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, there's a reason that Kurt Oh, is it Kurt? Kermit is the submissive in that relationship. You all know it's true. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. There's no point in denying there that. Is no point. <laughs> That's obvious if anything okay. else. You cannot deny the power. That... Oh, oh, that was going to take that in a much darker direction. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, he finds ways to make himself more intimidating. And, and just in terms of a history standpoint, he is the embodiment of a dark god. <laughs> named Demise, who, instead of dying, says, I'm just going to curse you all so I can keep coming back and haunting you. And guess what? He does that all the gosh dang time. There are very few games in Legend of Zelda lore that do not have a version of Ganon or Ganondorf in here. And, and we were actually talking about this uh, 
like a month ago, what was one of the few weak points of Breath of the Wild? It was the final boss fight, because we didn't want to deal with Beast Ganon, we wanted Ganondorf! And now we have that in uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and not only is he back, red hair flowing, power exuding, people are officially thirsty for Ganondorf, okay? And that's power, ladies and gentlemen. When you're the villain and they thirst over you, that is power, okay? That is power. Do they, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't look at the Ganondorf tag. Oh, do that. I did. I did. I mean, granted, it ha even has the almighty voice of Matthew Mercer of, of him voicing Ganondorf, but, yes. like, geez, it's a little bit overrated. You, you might have been out for this one, Faith, but when, uh, when they did the full reveal of Ganon in the final trailer, there were tweets, like, tweet after tweet after tweet of males and females saying that, you know, Oh my gosh, Daddy Ganondorf is hot. You know, I could show you the tweets. I had to do an article about it, but uh, it's kind of bookmarked. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the thing. And like, and one person even noted, like, why are people saying Ganondorf is hot now? He's always been hot. So I'm like, okay. Huh. I mean, everyone's got taste. I get it, but like, okay, if you're because we Ganondorf, don't always see Ganondorf with his shirt off. Yeah, exactly. And, and trust me when I say there is there is certain art out there if you get my drift of, of this. Ooh. Yeah, there is. I've I've sadly seen it. Thanks a lot, Will. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This time, this time it was not Will. I actually saw it because of other friends of mine. But I'm like, wow, really? Like this is okay. Fine, take it that direction. That's your call. But that's still power. It is dangerous following people you know on Twitter. Very dangerous. <laughs> it is. It is Da like Twitter is always a danger. Twitter mm -hmm. is always a danger. Like, oh, this is a post from someone you might like, from someone you know. Oh my gosh, why are they liking that? But mm -hmm. when you have the power to control, when you have the power to corrupt, when you have the who was I arguing with, with about the the Deku tree? Oh, it was, it was Will, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we got talking about Ganon's power, and I don't remember what started it, but. Uh, I talked about how he could curse the Deku Tree into dying, and Will was like, that's not how it goes. I'm like, it's in death battle! It's, they know their stuff, okay? So, when you have the power to control, when you have the power to curse, when you have the power to keep hunting your rivals to eternity and back, and most importantly, according to the internet, when you have the power to arouse, you are good. Even when you're bad. Oh my gosh, it's good to be bad. So, yeah. Power, ladies and gentlemen. Ah! <laughs> I will now hear your fail counter arguments. <laughs> oh, okay, actually, just let's just hold off for now and let's go into Faith, who is the wisdom of our group, as it should be. Why do I have to be next? Because Will and Scott have to encourage, so I'm trying not to have you go after the double tape. Okay. This well. is the host showing mercy. Powerful mercy. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I don't know much about Zelda. And from the little research I've done, I still don't know much because there's so much to learn. <laughs> but, you Wisdom know, on your part. Wisdom on your part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but literally, when Todd asked me, I think it was, what, last podcast? I think you asked me what team I was going to be on, was it? Or was it just between you and I on a call? It was, two, it was two weeks ago, so don't worry about it. Oh, it was two weeks ago? Yeah. Oh. It was, it was two or three weeks ago. We talked about it like the day after it got announced or something like that. It's Maybe. I don't really know. But he asked me, like, which one are you going to pick? And I just kind of picked on the spot. And the reason that I picked 
wisdom was because when I was younger, my dad would always like go on these tangents, like, you know, when you're a little kid and, you know, it's just like you ask random questions and then he would go on a tangent, like teaching me something like, you know, whatever random thing it was at the time. And my dad would always end his little tangents with knowledge is power. And so when I was, when he, when Todd listed out the, the different um, Triforces or whatever they're called, I, I don't really know. Um, I was like, I'm going to go with wisdom because it just reminds me of that quote of knowledge is power. And, you know, so wisdom is power. So technically, wouldn't that make me more powerful than Todd? Because he's with power. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that it? Yes. Is that any more? Like. Uh, do you do you want me to improv improv some more? That's really all I have. I mean, there's a lot of support of idealism, basically. Stop, 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 stop. Like she told me she was doing research. Like, she told me she was gonna do like a Google Docker Excel kind I, of thing. And I did, but let me tell you something. A lot of what I came up with was things I want to see in Tears of the Kingdom, and I kind of failed <laughs> at the rest of it. Wow. <laughs> I have a Google Doc here and I have things highlighted. I used pretty fonts. I went all out, but I just didn't really really do much research on that i did do some but i still i don't understand guys there's too much for me to read in a short period of time <laughs> uh yeah wow i don't uh huh I mean, i'm I guess... sorry i'm literally telling y'all that y'all are smarter than me accept it oh, I okay mean, it's just i i should have seen this coming which is i don't have wisdom on my part oh! <laughs> exactly <laughs> So I have more power now. So uh, debatable. <laughs> it's like, it should have just been like, you know, that's it, Todd. I don't need five minutes to describe like the lore. I just don't acknowledge his powers. You should, you should have just done mic drop right there. But you, so you were like, no, that's not, do you want me to improvise? You, you, you need to commit because right. because instead I told y'all a wholesome story about my father. Mm. Yeah. Mic drop. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Is your father's name to Mike? Because uh, that's a Mike. Never mind. I was gonna get you. <laughs> that could have got dark fast. Uh, oh my to. goodness! I was going to. All right, fine. But we'll, we'll, I say we'll, we'll pitch in and help a little bit here because uh, Zelda as a whole is. It, I, I'm trying not to be mean here, but if we're being honest, she's the most underdeveloped of the three. Sadly, yeah, I mean, only like one or two until games. like the recent games. Like I'll say, like Twilight Princess on, but even then, Twilight Princess she was out for most. It was more about Midna, the true wife. If anything, else, you got to give props to Skyward Sword Zelda. Skyward, Skyward, oh yeah, set the trend. Like set the, set the trend, and then Breath of the Wild picked it up, made her you know a scientist and incredibly intelligent, but also uh you know very what's the word uh, developed. No, obviously she was developed, but um what's the word uh. She was, I don't want to say standoffish, that doesn't sound <clears throat> mean, but she wasn't afraid to fight back. Like, she was more proactive. Proactive, <laughs> proactive okay. is good. Uh, so for, I guess, in Ocarina of Time, she was pretty proactive, too. You just didn't know it was Zelda the whole time. This is true. And that's the other thing, is that Zelda uses her wisdom in a way that she can help you, even when it doesn't, doesn't seem like she's helping you. Like when she transformed into Sheik, or... And even when she was like in Ocarina of Time younger version, she's like, you know, she's wise enough to know that Ganon's bad. <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> she's that's... wise enough to know that this little 10 year old kid is better than giving yeah. an Ocarina to the evil lord of all time. <laughs> so... I, I could just imagine her thought process. Okay, look, I know I just met you, but you got like this green thing going on. I got pointy ears. And this dude's got black and red hair, black outfit and red hair. 
clearly evil. You're clearly good. Let's do this thing. You know, <laughs> wisdom, wisdom, right there, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, no, I I appreciate Zelda and the wisdom she's shown, especially in Skyward Sword and uh, Breath of the Wild, and even uh, Age of Calamity, where we got you saw even more oh yeah, characters. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because especially when we thought it was the same timeline, it was like we were seeing her basically like almost sacrifice herself because she knew that that was the thing that she needed to do, the wisdom to do what is necessary to save everybody. And that's this speaks to the essence of Zelda as a character is that she's willing to do what needs to be done to save the kingdom. Mm-mm-mm. And again, she, the fact that she even held off Gan, Beast Gan, <clears throat> Calamity Ganon for a hundred years, yeah. that's, that shows power and wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I also want, I also want to note that... Uh, I have to wonder if Zelda actually, in Breath of the Wild, if Zelda knew what Link was doing all the time. Oh, it's such a meme. I think I she know, totally does. But it's like, <laughs> I caught this tw- this 20-pound tw- fish. And then Zelda responds, are you ever going to come rescue me? <laughs> it's like, you're, you you're, don't know how hard this is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you know how long it took me to catch this fish, Zelda? My gosh, I could save you at any time. So she's wise <laughs> enough to save the guy, but not wise enough to know. He's probably going to do other things before saving you. <laughs> Yes, he has to collect all 900 Korok seeds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to get the surprise at the end. Oh, gosh. And, oh, like, and if you didn't hear, the Koroks are back in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm going to do actively not collect them again. <laughs> Ooh, uh, bold choice, bold choice. <laughs> but no, w- Wisdom is a very big part of it. And, and you know, the way she's used it to you know, become chic and with the light arrows, you know, she's blessed enough to use the light arrows, which are another thing that completely vapor, vapor, evaporates, uh, vaporizes evil. So, you know, she, while she is underdeveloped outside of certain games, she is still a character that we all respect, and her wisdom is something that shines through the Nintendo pantheon. So, see, that's how you do it, Faith. <laughs> so, from everything that you just said, oh it sounds like the person that they named the games after is the underdog, which is interesting. Well, I mean, if you want to be technical here, it's <laughs> it's the legend. It's more. It's not so much the Legend of Zelda, but the legend of the person who doesn't do much outside of the end of the game. <laughs> but well, it does stuff at the beginning and the end, and the yeah. rest of it is done by some other yeah. guy. <laughs> she, she sets you up on the journey, and then she's there to help you with the with the end at times. <laughs> like that's I mean that's that's literally the legend of Zelda because right there. she has better things to do. Yeah. She spends her time wisely. Wisdom. She knows exactly. the Korok seeds is useless. <laughs> exactly. She's wise enough to know, hey, I don't have to be here for the whole time, just the beginning and the end. <laughs> you know, that's wisdom, baby. That's that's wisdom. It reminds so. me of those old like nineties TV show sitcoms where like none of the episodes matter but the first episode and the last episode. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is so true. Like, because you got to sit up, you got to start the season on a good note, and you have to end the season on a cliffhanger. So, yeah, that's 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 an excellent reference. All right. So you know, power is already shining. Wisdom has a, you know made an appearance, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> let's let's see if let's see if courage takes the day. Let's start with Scott. All righty. <clears throat> so, I I see it. A lot of the reason why. Legend of Zelda is the way it is, is because of the courage of individuals to be able to accomplish goals and to really put their, well, 
want to say money, but to put their uh, <laughs> feet where their mouth is, where they can walk the walk, not just tell put, things. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop. Put their feet with their, when their mouth is? Like, you just... It sounded better in my head than it Clearly. came out. <laughs> that, that, that faith is why he wasn't on the wisdom team. <laughs> yeah, from the... Uh... I had the courage to make that knowing it was bad. No. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I have the power to actually use my words wisely. Oh... <laughs> But Legend of Zelda is largely, well, most of the time that you save the world is because of the aspect of being able to have the courage to overcome the, I guess, elongated power that power has had, as well as taking the advice from those that have wisdom. So, courage, <clears throat> not just in a Zelda aspect, but in a real-world aspect, is also something that is largely important because you may have the knowledge to be able to accomplish great things and you may have a position of power to accomplish great things without that courage you can't really go well, do any of those things because you actually won't start on it <laughs> and so with courage it is always important that you are actively participating and you're an active participant and that is why link is always the main character because he has to be the active participant in every facet of the game not just the beginning or the end, regardless if he wants to or not. Mm -hmm. true, true, true. But he true, knows true. that he has to because otherwise the world, you know, will end permanently rather than just be on a dystopian crisis every so often. I, I, I. Because we definitely have a lot of games that basically start out with Ganon basically winning the war and having to basically overcome all of his obstacles to take over the world, but then it still is he's able to be beaten by someone who just decides that maybe we don't want the world to be in a stasis form of overdramatic power. We want to have, be able to control our world ourselves and have the courage to change it. Mm -hmm. Wimps, and... all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so if we want to have the courage to change the world, we have to have courage in the first place. Mm, true that, true that, and I just—I guess I probably go from from that, and basically, it just kind of reminds me of, of an old quote from uh, the second game of Tales of Symphonia: "Courage is the magic that makes dreams into a reality." And yeah, basing on Zelda, on Zelda, Link is just more or less the, the embodiment of—I mean, typical, but again, the hero's journey. Uh, uh, a, reluctant, a reluctant hero sometimes, like oh, like sometimes like. I don't want to do this at a point, but also sometimes like, yeah, Link will just rise up to the occasion. Like, okay, buckle up buttercup and just like, yeah, I'm going in like uh, save the world if I have to, and no one's going to do it. Yeah. Like if <laughs> pretty much in the sense of being like Goku in a sense, like if I don't, who will? <laughs> so like, and by all means, like, sure. Like as history repeats itself many times over that power corrupts, Heavily, the power of lust, the power of greed, the power of money, all these power aspects, like, we have seen so much corruption of it. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, do you want to go against the power of lust of thirsty G Ganondorf fans? Like, geez, it takes a lot of courage to go and say, like, <laughs> no, you, no horny, no bonking, bonking to unlimited bonk words on you or you thirsty Ganondorf fans. It's like... It takes a lot of courage to go start to that, but I digress. And, like, in the entire lore, it's just, like, Link is just more or less the thing that he really up, up, more or less uh, embodies regarding to just, like, 
yeah, just go at it because I, as with humanity as it is, fear is a very strong emotion. It disturbs you. It, it, it more or less help, holds you back, and more or less it makes you to the point of inaction. And like, unfortunately, it repeats itself many times over. But once you have that, that is again the first step is always the deepest. And once you just go that first step, like it's just downhill from there. From many actions, be it from saving the world. Uh, getting a new job or whatever it may be in your aspect of life. Courage is indeed that one little spark that's all you need to make a significant change within yourself. Does power give you that? I mean, sure, it makes it easier, but by all means, it's not going to give you that continuing motivation for it. Wisdom is definitely a good good aspect to give you that wise wisdom and knowledge to continue on with your motives, but like, will it also continue to give you that sense of... Um, I don't want to see motivation again, but mostly uh, just that ambition and sense. So yes, a little bit going into power as well. But in a sense, that the element of courage is just one one aspect that I feel a lot of people have not utilized enough in their lives. And by all means, like here we we like society nowadays, we need more courage. And I'm going to talk to you about courage, Cowley Dog, which I really do miss that show. That's. <laughs> uh, yeah, like in the end, you gotta go against against power. Like, sure, power is so easily there. It's the most easiest dish to eat. Like, yes, give me power. I must have power. Like a la Virgil of Devil May Cry. But no, in the <laughs> end, you gotta be go with Dante and like, no, I'm just gonna go against power and just like, yeah, just take the courage way out. I'm not the courageous side, but heck, I'm just gonna do it either way, regardless. So yes, just. Yeah, if if here's hoping that this coming Splatfest, that's people, I hope, do not do a full clean sweep of power like they do with Blastoise, or else I would be severely disappointed. <laughs> oh jeez. I just want to say one thing, and then I'll I'll close my arguments. Like Will was bashing the thirst tweets. I just gotta say, ladies, I have the power to make this look good. <laughs> 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 like, you think it's easy to make this look good? No, ladies, that's power. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure, like oh no, it's not about it's not about lust. It's about power. Like yeah. a marker player. Like, you are drawn to the power. Like remember Incredibles? Okay, Mirage. She was drawn to power. Yes, it backfired <laughs> on her, but that's not the point. She was drawn to it. She knew what she wanted. She wanted something powerful. And ladies, power. Oh yeah. And I call you people weak. You're more attempted by the aspect of power. Like, oh, power, power. Give me, give me, give me, give me. I need it in my veins. Like, geez Louise, are people that weak-minded? Unfortunately, they are. Yeah, so I say, have you have you seen our world? <laughs> You've yes. seen Twitter recently. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, as in all things, pick the one that you feel most comfortable supporting. And be ready for the Splatfest. It starts tomorrow and goes to, goes to Sunday like usual. So support who you want. And let's see how uh, let's see how it turns out. Now, look, I, I'm going to support power. I will definitely be playing in between my, uh, my Jedi run. But I am very curious about how this is going to turn out. I am very curious myself. Like, if, if, they're gonna, if Team Power definitely gains the popularity vote, I'm curious if they're going to have a more, like, more mirror matches. Or, like, I know it doesn't happen because, again, we did have a clean sweep with, with Team Blastoise, with Team Water. But, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what's, what's going to be happening this time around. Yeah. So, 
Uh, but like the last one. What was the last one? Um, Nessie. Oh yeah, Nessie. Nessie. Like, and Bigfoot had eight percent. Like that, <laughs> that still boggles my mind. That Sorry, Faith. Yeah, you're barely even less than ten percent. Yeah. Sorry, I know Faith. it was sad. Yeah, for, forget about being the one percent. You're barely eight percent. Barely. <laughs> barely. So yeah, I'm curious about this one because this one I feel will be more balanced because of the love of these characters uh, and you know the, what they represent. But then again. It just depends on who's playing that weekend. I mean, if I was at, you know, a Comic-Con, I wouldn't be able to play, and thus I wouldn't be on Powers team and so on and so forth. So, you never know. So. I bet again, with the release, again, uh, Tears of the Kingdom coming out next week, and of course, naturally, the release trailer of Ganondorf, like, every, and as you said, everybody's been thirsting for Ganon. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm just like, oh, boy, this is going to be an interesting splat fest. Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's already plenty of... Uh, inkling arts of, of ganon above their heads so i'm just I'm just saying oh yeah oh yeah I am absolutely sure there are <laughs> oh yeah so all right and with that we are going to move on to our gaming exploits because for i know for at least two of us there's been the new release that came out last week so let's jump right into what have you been playing <laughs> And Faith, I want us to go first because I want us to talk about Star Wars Jedi Survivor. <laughs> okay. This is going to be interesting. Because... <laughs> Why is this going to be interesting, Faith? It just will be, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she's really doing the whole wisdom is a few words thing. Okay, I, I can work with this. Um, so yes, I got the game on Saturday. Uh, again, I will not be reviewing it for Outer Haven. We already have a review thanks to a freelancer. And I've played it about almost 13 hours so far, which is not too bad. I've, I've had a busy work week. It's the beginning of the month. Uh, I'm very much enjoying this. I like how they have framed the storyline so far. I won't go into too deep into spoilers. But uh, I like how they're showing off Cal and the other characters. Uh, the gameplay is still incredibly solid. Um, the lightsaber play is great. You know, it's that right mix of this is a challenge. You can't be too over eager, which is, you know, very Jedi. Um, and uh, the, the way you traverse with the double jumps, with the wall running. I just got a new, like, a dash ability that I can do in the air. They, they play into that you really feel like a Jedi here. It's not just, oh, I have the force push. Oh, I have a force pull. You know, I can do so many more things than that. And they and they use that to, to great effect. I'm curious about how long the game is because the original game was about 15 hours, and I'm almost at 15 hours right now. So I, I definitely feel it's going to be more like 20, maybe 20, 25, maybe. Uh, but even then, there is so much to do. There are so many side quests. They call them rumors that you can do. Like, oh, I hear these these new characters that showed up in the middle of nowhere. You should go find them. Okay, sure. <laughs> Or, hey, there's this big giant monster that can totally kill you in one shot, but you should go fight it anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can do this. I'm a Jedi. Let's do this thing. So, I like how they frame it. Uh, I have had technical issues. Um, my PC is good. I mean, I played The Last of Us Part 1, but I could definitely see... I could see more glitches here than I did in The Last of Us. And I waited a few weeks before to play The Last of Us. Um... But the biggest one for me is I have, like, this one bar on my screen. I promise it's not my actual screen. It's it's because of the game. But, like, it continuously, like, skips out of place. 
like it just like I keep like seeing like like scan lines basically on the screen. And it's like it's every time I move, it's 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 there. And I'm like, fine, be that way. And occasionally, like the character models kind of phase in and out. There's one scene with Mare and Rice where her face was like floating. It was not a good look for her. <laughs> and, and trust me when I say Mare is really beautiful. And I'm like, I don't want to see her floating face like that. Like, what the heck? What is this? Like, stop ruining Marin. Um, but it, overall, it still looks really great. Uh, they they really made some really expansive worlds. Um, the voice acting is totally great. Uh, Cameron Monaghan. How, how do you say? No, how's his? What is his name? Uh, Cameron. Yeah, Monaghan. Uh, yeah, he's great as Cal. The rest of the cast is great. We got some new characters that bring some interesting light into things. Uh, for all you Star Wars fans, and this is a small spoiler, there are ties, like direct, very obvious ties to Rogue One and the Obi-Wan series, which I no. found. Hey. I know! I was... <laughs> that like, is interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I'll spoil one of them for you. Uh, one of the places we go to is Jeddah. And as okay. I'm as I'm going as I'm going to this place, I'm like, I know that name. Like, why do I know Jeddah? And it was just bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. And so finally I looked it up and that's the opening uh location for Rogue One. And that's where we meet Saw Guerrera, that's where we that, that that's the city that gets blown up by the Death Star initially. Uh, not the full salvo, but the the the, the opening one. And I'm like, oh, that's Jetta. And so I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. They even reference the city that is in Rogue One within the dialogue. So that's pretty cool. I won't spoil the Obi Wan one. Obi Wan one. Uh, <laughs> in the Obi-Wan end, Obi Wan two. <laughs> it's like, hey Scott, did you hear that Obi uh, beat Darth Maul in a lightsaber duel? Never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, you could you could say that Obi Wan. <laughs> Death Battle reference. Anyway, um, but yeah, there's reference to that series, and of course, there's ties to some of the other ones. But those are the big ones, and I really, really like that. And they they dive into the lore, as as already been spoiled. They tie into the High Republic in certain ways, including by some of the places you go to and the characters you meet. So I love how it's trying to actually carve out more of a story for itself versus the first game, which was we need to assemble the Jedi Order. This can't possibly go wrong. Um, about that. So, uh, I also love the 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 opening sequence. Like they show like a really beautifully rendered recap of the first game and I'm like, oh that is so cool. So my biggest problem is that sometimes it's almost too precise with its platforming. Like you oh, have to hit, yeah. I hate it when that happens, especially since I'm on PC. You know, it's like, okay, you gotta double jump here. Oh you miss it by like a fraction of a centimeter. You get to plummet to the, your death now. It sucks to be you. Yeah it sucks to be you. Like I'm sorry that you suck at force jumping. Um and then there are uh Certain times where you're like you're trying to get through an area and you wander a path that you're sure you're sure that this is the way you're supposed to go. No, this is not the way. It's not the way by Buddha's. <laughs> right, Will? This is not the do you know the way? Not the way. <laughs> not the way by Buddha's. Um Faith totally gets that reference. I, I memed it on her one time. <laughs> but no, like this game is really fun. If you loved Fallen Order, you're gonna like Jedi Survivor. Um, it's not perfect, especially with the technical issues, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm curious about see where it's going to go. I, I honestly am just wanting to see where it, how it ends, because I will die on this hill that Fallen Order had a horrible ending, all right? Like, they did the Vader fight, they destroyed the Holocron, and done. I'm like, really? 
that's how you do it after all of that. So I'm really hoping, especially if they try and set up a third game, which Respawn has said they are totally willing to do. Uh, I'm curious about how this is going to play out. So I'm really enjoying the game, and I, I will be playing it tonight. I'll definitely be playing it like six hours tomorrow because I can. <laughs> Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Love it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> life? What life? I have video games. What else do I need? Uh, <laughs> power! No. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very much enjoying it, and I'm curious to see what Faith has to say. Well, so going into it, I never played um, Fallen Order, and I don't know hardly anything about Star Wars. Literally, the only Star Wars movie <laughs> I've seen. Wow, the only Star Wars movie I've seen was like it was like what A New Hope. A New Hope is like the first one, right? Like the first yes. actual. Yeah, New Hope is the like where the plot starts. Yes, yes. They, yes. Why do they do that? So weird, though. Why? Just why? Because George Lucas is George Lucas. <laughs> true. <laughs> See, te technically um, speaking, this is a true fact. Technically, the original original movie was just called Star Wars. But yep. then later on, they renamed it A New Hope because of how they were going to do it. But yeah. So I don't know why, but George Lucas felt like he this was a trilogy that he could do. And that's what he did. Quite interesting. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so going into it, I didn't really know much. But I do like it. The only thing I, I wish I could have played it more because I didn't get to play it long because it is slowly killing my computer. Not actually, but kind of. Um, I really, when I saw that so many people were like having problems with it running on their PC, I don't know if just my PC is not going to run it well because my PC does need more RAM, which I'm actually buying this week. So then I'll be able to like try it and see if that's the problem. Because um, I'm sure that now, since they've had like what I think is like two updates come out now, I think for it to fix a lot of the, yeah, to fix like a lot of the PC issues that they were having. So it probably runs a lot better now. I'll see next week once I like put new RAM in my laptop and all that kind of stuff. Um, but really, my favorite part of the game so far is just like the lightsaber battles. That is so freaking cool to me. And like, I like also, like you were saying, um, all the different abilities that you can like unlock and like have all these new like um, skills to do. I really like those two aspects of the, dang of the game so far. I want to have a purple lightsaber, though. That's my goal. <laughs> that is my goal. That's the whole goal. That's the whole thing I want from the game. I just want a purple dual lightsaber. Yeah, I have. I actually haven't augmented my lightsaber that much, not because I'm not interested. It's just I don't really want to. It's one of those things where I've never been the cosmetics guy. I mean, it, like I kept Cal's original outfit in the original game, and this one's the same way. Uh, although it's hilarious that I get different facial hair features in the game, yeah. including a man bun. There's a man bun. There is a man bun for Cal Kestis in the game. <gasps> I'm gonna, I know that there's a beard because one of my friends was talking about the beard, but I'm going to have to do the beard and the man bun now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th there are whole, there's a whole swath of hair options. And I'm just like, does Cal need to look this way? I mean, I mean, I'm sure he like clean cut Cal is fine, but this is, this is grizzled Cal. I like face Cal, if you will. And I definitely do not think that the Jedi should have man buns. I'm, I'm just saying. There are some things that don't need but, to go to the galaxy but, far, far away. But why? Man buns are nice. Sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> but, Todd, I also have something that's going to make you proud. Again, I'm always proud of you, but go on. Well, and when I have something else to make you prouder than your <laughs> normal standard, I'm always proud of you. Okay. I, I played Zelda for like two hours today. Yes! 
<laughs> no, I was grilling her earlier because she posted on Twitter that she finally got Breath of the Wild. This was like last week. And I'm like, great. No, it was like two weeks ago right, now, Todd. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And I'm like, that makes it even worse, Dave. But uh, I'm like, <laughs> yes, she's going to play it. And then she's like, she barely touched it because she's been so busy with work, which is fine. Life happens. I get it. But then she's like, I don't really know much about. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I don't know really much about Zelda. And I'm like, well, if you play it, you'd actually have a knowledge. And she goes, you know, I'll play it. I'll play it for the podcast. You just watch and wait. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. She goes, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, and I played it for like two hours. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Yeah. But I, I, I like it so it. far. As you should. Mm-hmm. But but when do I get the horse? That's what I want to know. When do I get it's the coming. horse? It's coming. I need the it's horse. Coming. I need the horse, guys. Well, Give me the horse. <laughs> on, Give it to me. Hold on. Hold on. I, do I, it. I, 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 do it. No, deeper. Do it. <laughs> Come on. Come on, deeper, deeper. Kill it. There you go. But no, not, you're, you're not going to get a horse. You're going to get your option of horses. You got to have to tame your, your, your yeah. horse. You will literally find a horse in the wild. Horse of the wild. There's your game. Uh, and you'll be able to just randomly jump on it and tame really? it. And then you can put it to a ranch and save it. And then you can have your a whole horse ranch. <gasps> And there I is... might actually like the game even more now. <laughs> and, and then, and I and I can't guarantee you'll find this. And I'm being honest here. I can't guarantee you find this. There is a horse out there that is gigantic. Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah. Think think of like this. Like like think of like a horse for an actual giant, and you can ride it. <gasps> a tank. It's more of a giant tank. It's a tank. It is totally a tank. So. That makes me excited. There you go. Happy to help. Now you now have to I'm go gonna, look for now it. I'm, yeah, now I'm going to play until like 5 in the morning. And then Todd's going to get mad at me tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> but only because I care. I know, I know. All right, but yeah, I do hope that you that the computer thing works out. And, and trust me when I say mine, I can feel it. Like when I, my, my new computer has the vent at the top so all the heat goes up. And I can touch it and it's like scalding hot. It's close to burning my hand every time I touch it. So I'm just like, please don't die. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't necessarily just that. Like, yeah, it, mine was really stressing and, like, the fans were, like, going crazy. It sounded like I had a mini tornado in my room. But, like, it, I was experiencing not necessarily screen tearing, but it's like, it, and it wasn't necessarily lagging either, but it's like everything was bleeding as you move. So then it, like, it just looked terrible. And it, like, I don't know how to describe it. Again, it wasn't like screen tearing, but it was all just like bleeding and lagging while also it was still moving. It was really mm. weird. So I hope that either the new RAM fixes it. I might try and play it tonight just to see if RAM really is the problem or if the game was just busted when I played it. I don't know. I understand. So hopefully that gets fixed so you'll have time to play it next week. And then eventually you'll get to play Tears of the Kingdom, but only after you play more Breath of the Wild because you know continuity and all that yeah i know <laughs> one thing at a time babe. one thing at a time all right will <laughs> you're next well uh I was, i've been continuing along my travels we're going to the chronicles 3 and yeah just like um let's see if i can remember correctly uh yeah i'm, I'm currently just i just finished up with the colony zero um, arc i just did um got the ability to go through the poisonous swamp so that's what i'm currently right now at at the point right now as well as like level grinding to the point of level 93 uh, like no uh, like because i want to get like try to get defeat that level 100 dragon <laughs> i know i know what, what game is this again same chronicles 3 oh sorry I'm, i was thinking something else yeah 
<laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. You were like so hyper leveled. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. I know. I know. I'm thorough sure. to the point. I know. Even with the story, like, no, story can wait. I want to do everything else. I like Yakuza. But yes, like, but yeah, just continuing on with that at the point right now. But um, another game that has been uh, that kind of preoccupied my time a little bit as well um, is actually a, a free game, free to play game called Omega Strikers. Uh, basically, think of it as a, a air hockey, but in a handheld mo a mobile version, and just um, that uh, opening from Studio Triggers. Like, yeah, okay, it got me interested, and like, yeah, basically an anime uh, air hockey game. Basically, it is. So, and um, right, currently, right now, they're having a bit of a creator tournament, and I'm right now I'm, I'm supporting a Sea Dog VA. Yes, Team Monkey Go Go. And but yeah, at Omega Strikers. If you like, uh, again, simple gameplay of like air hockey, but with like a myriad of of cast of characters, like from the basic Shoto, like a puncher like Juliet, or like a, a defensor defense or slime or a uh, lizard guy who handles a rifle but, but by all means omega strikers is a very uh kind of uh free to play game again no loot boxes um no no it's the usual battle pass but again it's mostly for cosmetic items it's definitely not a pay to win kind of game so but and it's currently right now for all systems it, i know you can play it on switch ps5 pc and mobile devices it will be coming on the ps4 uh, and there is a cross uh, link, uh, cross account compatible, so cross play. So you can bring your uh, uh, progress into uh, other systems, a la like standing with Fall Guys. So, yeah, overall, uh, Omega Strikers is definitely a very addictive game if you have like a quick uh, five minutes or so. So, by all means, definitely try out Omega Strikers if you have a chance on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and they had an opening made by Studio Trigger because reasons. I just said that earlier, but sorry. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah, just again, like the both uh vocals for the English uh, uh vocals from uh Casey Lee Williams, if you know her, she's also did the OPs for uh Ruby. And um, of course, the Japanese uh, vocals also just kicks a whole lot of butt. Is like, yeah, by all means, if you get a chance to definitely try out Omega Strikers again, currently all, all available on Nintendo Switch right now. So, uh, but yeah, that's just pretty much mostly about it. Continuing on Xenoblade Cross 3 and Omega Strikers, definitely try them out. Mm -hmm. All right, Scott. Alrighty, so this <clears throat> week I didn't get too much accomplished because of... <laughs> hey, I've been sick as well as going to my parents for uh, my dad to retire and all that fun stuff. Mm, oh, okay, well, okay, well, okay. That, well, in that case, lame. <clears throat> but I did get some game time in with um, Honkai Star Rail while I was there because uh, mobile okay, game now. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, mobile and PC, but because I was away, I could only play it on the phone. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you know about Genshin Impact. It's made from the same people as that game. But... <laughs> yes, and the Honkai series, right? I know. About yeah. Them. Yep, yep, yep. It's their, I guess, version of a turn-based kind of single player, but you still have, like, support characters you can have friends with. They're still gotcha. You had to get gotcha. <laughs> it's still gotcha, like... but luckily the rates are a lot better now. And the I fact like, that I believe even the <laughs> I believe even the producer said like he's heavily in influenced by Persona Five, if I remember correctly. So that yeah, wouldn't like... surprise. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. They have a lot of just crazy animations with all their like moves now. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Sadly, I did not get any of the waifus that I wanted. But <laughs> uh, which one you try to get, Natasha? All that. I was yeah. trying to get Himako. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Mainly because I wanted to get a an epic damage dealer, but. 
I mean, I do have one now with uh, CLA. Uh, uh, I did go. get CLA, and now I'm just saving my Stellar Jades, whatever the next uh, event banner is going to be. Mm. And so I do have a decent team now. I'm working on leveling them up. And that takes a lot of time because you have to wait basically every day to like get online to do grinding for stuff. Uh, of course. But that's uh. also because I don't have nearly as much time as I used to to actually, you know, play through story stuff and side stuff. So I do like one or two story missions per day. And then I just do a bunch of the what are known as like the Calyx. Oh, oh those are like where you get like level up materials or if you get ascension materials or stuff like that mm-hmm. and it is very it's a lot nicer than having to grind in genshin to be honest because with honkai <laughs> i can just put it on auto and do it like times two speed and just do something on my other or like do something while everything's going on on the screen <laughs> so <laughs> just have like the characters just constantly killing things which is nice basically my plan is i just buff up uh Sile's attack a bunch and just let Sile kill things, because every time she kills something, she gets another turn. Mm-hmm. So it, she's pretty broken in that regard. You can make her attack like five times in a single round. Uh, <laughs> you just constantly go ahead and kill you, kill you, kill you, kill you. Hurt you very significantly. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I, like again, now like with this game added to the list in the, in the Honkai um, Mihoyo uh, verse, basically. Like, yeah, yeah from, from Genshin Impact to Honkai Dirt Impact to Honkai Star Rail. Like, geez, the ways you take it. How many people are going like, to, like, whale these games? It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I can see there's probably going to be lots of people whaling. Oh, geez. But yeah, I wonder how that whaling is going for some people with the, like, I remember when Genshin first came out, there were so many people wailing just on the standard banner because they wanted to get, like, D-Luke. Oh, yeah, Which yeah, yeah, was yeah. a terrible decision because you should not try to well on a standard banner because the rates of most of the standard banners are absolute garbage. Oh, Genshin Impact's <clears throat> rates is, is abysmal. And you know, FTO was bad. <laughs> yeah, so I hate both of the rates of those games. But the positive thing is... With Genshin is you don't have to spend money for the guaranteed pity like you do with FGO. <laughs> where you do have to spend money for the guaranteed pity. <laughs> and I hated that because I'd be like, oh, sweet, they have a guaranteed banner out. And it's like, no, you have to have paid gems only. Oh, never mind. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. And again, there's one thing I appreciate about Fire Emblem here. So thank you, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem Heroes, yes. You just have to do the 40 summons and you get an option of choosing which five star you want. <laughs> thank and you. And some of the systems. banners require you to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I do appreciate games that have good pity systems when it comes to gotcha games. And so far, Honkai Star Rail has a decent rates. Um, I don't know if I'd call it my favorite rate system, but I don't remember what I'd say is my favorite rate system. Because I'd probably say Bleach, actually. The Bleach Brave Souls game has really good rates. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because okay. it goes from, like, the, the least amount is, like, a 5% chance, but they, like, every five steps, you have a guaranteed chance of getting a new or not new but a five-star character that's featured generally <laughs> by the time i hit the like fifth step i usually already have one or two new characters gotcha gotcha and i can only feel like that i have two co-hosts like losing interest like oh they're talking gotchas again <laughs> okay fine and another game that i've been playing was fairy fencer f because i just um i got a review copy of it finally so <laughs> it's so far, interesting. Uh, Fire Fairy Fencer F Refrain Chord is an SRPG that focuses a lot on idle like singing. Oh yeah, to yeah, buff yeah. up your characters. With the, the basically, there's two idols in the game. There's a uh, Fleur and Glacia, 
and Floor is going to be the ally idol, the one that helps you and buffs up your characters, and Glaza is the one that buffs up the enemy's characters, who gets a lot stronger song because she has a much bigger range that she can use her song around. But luckily, you have the option of changing your range to increase your intensity. So, like, you can change the, like, range of the person singing to be less or more, but just have it be less or more intense, depending on if where you have the range. So if you have, like, a close, tight-knit, like, defense force, just put, like, floor in the middle of it, and then just put all your units around and just, like, taunt the enemies and just constantly get them to attack you so they can get close, and then you can just, you know, slaughter them because you have the... High ground. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> All right. I, that's most of what I've been playing the past week. I, I understand. All right. So uh, let's go right into our main event because, as noted, we have uh, Tears of the Kingdom coming up next week. Will will not be here for that because <laughs> he has taken the brave journey to go find Tyler somewhere <laughs> in, the, in the Shatterverse. Um, no, I was joking. He, he will never be mm -hmm. found. He's too absorbed in the NBA right now. Uh, if you think I'm lying, go look at his Twitter. That's all I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about our hopes for Tears of the Kingdom in a Nintendo discussion. I feel the seventh in the force. It's like a singular Chris Pratt fangirl is crying out that she <laughs> has to leave soon. So, being the powerful, powerful host that I am, I will allow her to go first. So, speak forth, Chris Pratt fangirl. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I'm not, she is a Chris Pratt fangirl. But, uh, Faith, since you have made this wonderful. Excel spreadsheet, please tell us what you are hoping for in <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> okay, so I really want to have like three things, but I feel like for the knowledge that I've gathered within the past few hours, I have pretty good three things, okay? Okay. Now stay with me. <laughs> We're staying with you. We're with you all the way. <laughs> and the first one I have is going to be obvious, okay? Because I've already talked about the horses. I'm very excited about the horses in the game. But, you know, back, I don't even know what year it was. I think it was, like, back in the COVID days. Well, we're still in the COVID days, kind of. But, like, you know, the early COVID days. Um, I was watching one of my friends stream Breath of the Wild. Um and I remember asking, I'm like, is this game even worth getting? Like, you know, I'm sitting here judging it. I'm like, is this game even worth getting? Do I need to try it? And I remember him just telling me about the horses. And he was like, you would just like the horses of the game, this, that, and other. You can ride the horses, whatnot. And, you know, I was researching the horses. And, like, I know that there's many horses that we can get in Breath of the Wild. But I'm hoping that with what I know of what's in Breath of the Wild, I hope that they over, like, they do more going into Tears of the Kingdom with the horses. Because, like, that makes me happy because that's one of the things that I want to do. And then, like, today, like, basically, I like customization type things. So, like, being able to customize Link and, like, the horses, things like that. I want to be able to do things like that throughout the game because I feel like any game that I play, being able to have customization of, like, little things like that make, make me just love the game. Even if, you know, I don't like, even if I don't do the quest or even if I just, you know, take a long time doing the quest, that don't makes the game worth it to me. 
Um, and like in my work meeting today, we were talking about um, Breath of the Wild, and I didn't know. Like, do, do, does it does Link have a house? Um, I don't technically. Th- they were talking involved. about some type of house. <laughs> well, I mean, there there are certain places, I suppose you could, you could call his house, but uh, he doesn't tell him like own one. No. Yeah. Oh well, they, in my meeting they were talking about how apparently he has a house. I don't know what they were talking about, but they were talking about he has a house, and I'm like, it would be cool if like he did have a house, you know, more customization options well, and opportunities. Te- well, since this is a sequel and it was directly followed Breath of the Wild, and he's you know not been asleep for hundred years, um, I, I think that's possible. If they if he has one, they have not mentioned it in the trailers or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> And so then besides that, one thing that I noticed when I was going through like my two hours of playing the game today, which I know is not much and I shouldn't be judging the game based off of two hours, which I'm not, (laughs) but like the graphics could be better. Ouch. I was saying like you were playing Breath of the Wild 2017 Switch. So this was like before, you know, Xenoblade and Bayonetta pushed things to the limit. So I'm just saying. I mean, I know, I know, I know. I, I'm not being a harsh critic. I'm just saying I hope that in this one the graphics do look better. And I feel like from the gameplay that we've seen, they do. But I just hope that when we actually have the physical game, what is it, like next week? I don't even know what the date is. Um, that, you know, the graphics will be a little bit better. Because, I mean, it's going in the right direction, but I just hope that they push it just a little bit more to, like, the graphics of what we would expect today on, you know, with newer games since the game did come out. When did Breath of the Wild come out? 2017. March, no, no, March 3rd, 2017. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. <laughs> wow. You're welcome. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah, yeah since it yeah, came yeah. out a while ago, I hope that the graphics are just a bit better. Mm-mm. And then this one, this one is what? I was just going to point out that uh, you also have to remember that Breath of the Wild was initially created basically from the ground up on the Nintendo Wii U. And it's just basically ported to Switch. <laughs> right, really? right, right. Basically, yep. yeah, yeah. Especially now with today, like how people, like again, they, they emulate on like uh, modded Wii U's or uh, on the PC and run it like more perfectly with mods and all that. Yeah, they, they yeah. Now people have done that easily. Yeah. So this That's will be cool. the first time we get Zelda that will be built from the ground up on the Nintendo Switch. Correct. That's cool. I didn't know <clears throat> that. That's a cool random fact. And then the last thing that I was kind of thinking about as I was playing, because I didn't know, you know, like I've watched so many people stream Zelda like on Twitch or like seen it on YouTube or like watched all of these things. I didn't know that we had like the power of like the magnet or whatever to like move objects in order to like do levels. (laughs) I didn't even know that. I don't know how I didn't know that because this is like a big part of the game. Like, yeah, I'm not far (laughs) into it, but that seems like a huge part of the game. And I don't know how I didn't know that. But I feel like that's a really cool, like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen that done in many games, at least that I've played. I'm sure there's probably thousands out there that do that. Trust, but, me, trust me when I say when you really, like, dive into what you can do with the Sheikah Slate, people get really creative. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I have no doubt that what they did with, like, the magnet and, and freeze tools and everything, that helped inspire some of the abilities that Link's going to get in Tears of the Kingdom. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, and like I'm just hoping that we see a lot more of that, maybe in like different creative ways in Tears of the Kingdom, because like I feel like that's really cool. When I was like doing, it's like the first level when you have to move the um, I really don't know what it is, but like the flat little iron 
thing and you have to move it as a bridge to get across like the river and stuff that i thought was cool and i'm like i want to i want to see more things where you really have to like think about it but it's also not hard either i just feel like those are really cool ways to to do to like play a game so i want to see more of that so that is my list it's not much but it's something so yeah it would be better if y'all could see the fancy fonts i have on my google doc i swear that's what makes it look like i know what i'm doing it's, it's so fancy fonts. Yeah, and I used highlighters too. I highlighted the important parts, used bold and italics, the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if anything else, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, like they, they kind of explain it in with AJ and Uma's demonstration, but basically, like, they're, and it's one of their commercials, they basically, like, you're, you, they're letting the players do whatever they want, like be the, the creativity of like making your own things, a combination of your own weapons. Like they're basically like, okay, like they're going full on uh, Mario Maker uh, two, and basically like, oh, okay, here, here's the materials, go nuts. Basically, that's what they're basically doing in the second game. Is is that all, Faith? I told you I only had three things. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I didn't know something else had to pop popped up in your mind, so. I think you expect too much of my little two brain cells. Ouch. Oh, sorry. Hold on. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> wow. One brain cell is occupied with Chris Pratt. The other brain cell is trying as hard as to keep up with everything else. Why <laughs> <laughs> right. was she wisdom again? Wow. Because that's more one than brain... the two brain cells. Wow. Because a lot of people, a lot of people only have one brain cell. I have two. There you go. <laughs> you know, that's, that's fair facts. criticism. <laughs> that's like facts to me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Faith informed me that she has to go, but I'm glad we got to have you on a, both of our main events tonight. So I know I enjoyed it. I know that I don't know much about Zelda, but I hope you I know. made you proud. You will wonder. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when I started Pokemon. I'm like, I already plummeted into it. Now this is this is just going to be the endless pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then next year she's she's gonna be like, Todd, you don't, you have no idea how many horses I have found. There was like a red one. There was a white. I found a golden horse, Todd. There's, there's a golden. <laughs> yes, there's mixed there breeds, is. there's pure breeds. There's uh -huh. like, yeah, there's a lot. It's actually it's pretty deep, Faith. It's yeah. pretty deep. Do they have a limit of how many I can have though? It is each in each stable, yes, but there are multiple stables. <laughs> okay, good. So that should be your first goal. first goal is get all the stables. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, so go go forth and get horses. I know what I'll be doing at two AM now. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't be I won't be disappointed because I'm like I set her up for this. So You did. You so did. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. So <laughs> but, oh well, I will take I will take the bullet this time. So all right, thank you, Faith. Thank you guys. I know you're gonna do great with the rest of the podcast. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are, Faith. Thanks for noticing. It's not like we've wow. been doing it's, it's not, not like, like you it's not like you've been doing episodes. Yeah, it's not like you've been doing this for what, like seven years. No, no. Like All right. All right. Bye. User disconnected from your channel. Is she gone? <laughs> <laughs> also, she was Maybe. distracting me, so I said we've now we have it's not like we've been doing this for two hundred and seventy episodes. We've been doing this for three hundred and twenty seven episodes. Like, gosh, what is like, math? Like, again, it's why power power doesn't have to worry about math. All right, <laughs> power doesn't have to worry about math. All right, so uh, now let's talk about what we are uh, looking forward to in Tears of the Kingdom. First of all, and this is most important, the voice acting. 
Mm, okay, Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, not only are we going to ha- get, like, you know, Zelda talking and, and the new characters, the, the mystery characters we still don't know about, of course, Ganondorf. Um, I expect we're, we're going to see the champions more. There's going to be, obviously, some new villains, uh, I would expect, beyond Ganondorf, obviously. I wouldn't be surprised if they had voice acting. And most importantly, definitively, this has totally been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen, there's not a single Chris Pratt to be found in this game. <laughs> See, I have saying Chris Pratt isn't Link. I thought he no. was. No. no, I was like, and I had them wound up. They're like, oh, what's Todd going to say? Oh, voice acting. This is a crazy thing. Oh, Chris Pratt joke. You're dang right. I used to Chris Pratt joke. <laughs> he could say the heck out of my Tears of the Kingdom. Say the heck out of my High Rule. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I- I'm I'm interested in voice acting because I want to see you know how much they delve into this. I think the biggest thing, honestly, for me is the difference in how the story is presented. Because mm. what made Breath of the Wild unique was that it was all about the gameplay, but then you could find the memories of your time with Zelda, and that would eventually lead to certain things if you if you got them all. And then, of course, your time with the champions, both past and present. With this, there's got to be more of a narrative weaving where, you know, you have to you have to see these storylines. You know, we're going to see Zelda with these mystery people. We're going to see Ganon, hopefully, more and more, and Link interacting with everyone. I want to see the story unfold in a more traditional way this time because we had the unique way before. I really think they did that just so they could show up, like, hey, this is an open world. Take it as you want. You know? Yeah, go, absolutely. Go nuts. But this is like, okay, we did that part. You're more focused now. You know what's coming, but you want the story. And, and a lot of people didn't like the memories storyline. Um, despite, you know, so many perfect scores. But, uh, <laughs> see, again, like, blindness, you know, hindsight and all that. But uh, I think if they if they unfold the story in a, in a more traditional way to really build up the tension, you know, Link, you must find me. You know, like, why? Why is she saying that? This is what I want to know. Uh, that it'll, it'll come off even better than Breath of the Wilds did. Right, 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 right. It is, like... Like I definitely want like some sort of, like as I said like some sort of build up like we're going to like as like yeah that this pending doom of Ganondorf this revival of the of the king the calamity once again like is it got like as it as impending as like again the trailers make it out like sure we we have an entire world of uh, of Hyrule again to explore once again and for with Sky Islands to explore so. Yeah, like in in terms of story structure, I, I definitely would like appreciate like like a bit more emphasis on that. Like, and of course, like even with the side quests themselves, like like and since I take some cues from Age of Calamity, and uh, just like yeah, definitely um, in a sense complement more into like the main quest itself. I feel like yeah, Age of Calamity has. Uh... If you still haven't played Age of Calamity, like seriously, go play it. Like, don't do it. <laughs> do it. Don't do it. You must do it. But like that story is so much better than I think people were expecting, especially with like how they handled Zelda and, and yeah, even even the king. Like the king had some really great moments. So, um, I, I fully expect them to embrace the characters even more now that they've you know kind of established them. You know, we know who Zelda is. We we know how Link is in this timeline and the champions and all that, and. So I'm curious about how that's going to all unfold. Definitely. All right, Scott, what about you? What's one of the things you're looking forward to? With, or, or hope, uh, one thing that I hope is ha- finally have a playable Zelda. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know it doesn't trailer. seem po- positive now with the last trailer, but I still want it. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I mean, hold on. 
I want to rephrase. I don't think it's likely, but it's definitely more possible than we were two trailers ago. Because yes. the, most of the trailers just showed Zelda descending into the abyss, whereas this time we actually see her like doing things, and you know, even if it's just like holding the Master Sword and whatever. And there are some people who think that she actually transforms into another character because of, because of like the earrings and everything. So oh, you okay. never know. I mean, it, it, you know, we could get another uh, Sheik situation here, but with a different species. You never know. Right, right, right. We're like, yeah, we haven't seen Sheik in a while. Like, in in it, so it could be another interpretation here in Tears of the Kingdom. Sure, sure, sure. You never know. So, I, but I'm totally with you. I mean, come on, it's her time. <laughs> it's <Seriously>. her time. <laughs> I really, I mean, I do want that. I don't know if it's going to come to pass, but it is a hope of mine i also hope to have like a humongous amount of customization and creativity in the like crafting system that they introduced in the trailer i want to see what more you can do with that yeah because that looks extremely interesting to me like everything that the previews have said like the 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 critical previews said that this is gonna like be like the best feature of the game like you're gonna have a blast making things remaking things seeing what you can do like they even say that it makes breaking weapons not as problematic because now you can just fuse them together. It's now it's now less destructible, you know. Like I can fuse a stick with a rock, and now the rock's not going to break. I'm like, okay, great, <laughs> let's do this. Like, okay. Yeah, just basically go full on MacGyver on everything. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> it, it, yeah, just <laughs> like oh, again, the sense of creativity from this game is just like, um, like what are you gonna do? Again, the tr- the the advertisement is like, yeah, how you're gonna tackle this problem? Oh, okay, make this thing, or oh, or make a, a a moving droid or moving robot. Uh, well, robot, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> uh of course, like the de- the derelicts and all that's like. Okay, like make make your own mech, make your own uh, flying machine, make your own boat. It's like okay, how are you gonna do this thing? And of course, with the whole merging and uh, like the control, just like <laughs> it really is only uh, limited to your imagination. Which that that thing is just like okay, I, I'm I am looking forward what the player base can do with like the tools at hand. So again, like as as I said again, just basically full on Mario Maker here. Which yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> like I, I'm very curious to see how it all like flows together, because like part of the fun of Breath of the Wild was, um, like the not collecting of items. <laughs> like, oh like, yeah, oh like, yeah. Like, like oh, I don't have to go to this dungeon to get the hook shot, and this one to get this, and this one to get that. It's you know, bring what you can, you know, take what take what you could, and then use what you got. And but yep. this, it's like, okay, you take this, you take this, you take this, you craft it together, and you, now you got a homing arrow because it has an eyeball on it. Okay! <laughs> yeah, actually use our, our, our collectibles would actually be very useful. Yes, I don't have to carry like a, a 99,000 eyes to sell off just to make some rupees. Yes, <laughs> it actually has a use now. Or yeah, my choo-choo jellies. Oh, an amount of choo-choo jellies actually makes, makes my arrows actually immense now. Oh, great, I don't have to buy them now. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But going back to the flow, I want to how do I say this right? I want to know how like how how like it feels. Yes. Like, you know, is it just as simple as you know, bam, 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 bam? Here I've made it this, or is it you know something more than that? You know, I want to because I don't want to keep like oh pause, you know, wait like fifteen seconds and then hit create and then okay, let's see if this works. I wanna I want to know that it flows. And based on the previews, it seems like it will be fine, but you never know until you're like doing it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. 
So yeah, that that is definitely a big thing. Mm -mm. Uh, I guess like what I'm like personally hoping for this game personally is like they continue with a sense of exploration, and that's one thing I'm like I'm currently like mostly interested in, if anything else i mean sure I, I want to see more of the character story that's basically it but i'm just really curious to see like how the exploration actually is basically expanded upon because again we have like the in breath of the wild we have like the baseline of hyrule and it is massive and now the fact that here this time around we're going to underground caverns we're going to the sky islands like and of course naturally the changing terrain from in in the sequel like I'm just wanting to see like oh are we gonna see see more of the dragons like because I you used to see the dragons flying about <laughs> in the sky world like oh like once you hit uh, apart from the dragons like oh they go back into the sky but this time around you actually do see them in like the stratosphere like oh they you can still see the dragons up there wow and like of course naturally the tempos um like the dungeons they said the dungeons are returning. Like I'm wondering how they have expanded upon the exploration of like these, like I guess three main levels. Like yeah, they had the baseline Hyrule, underground caverns, and now the Sky Islands. I'm more curious. Like how, how how much more have they added to this world that makes it like worthy of like uh, re exploring once again? Like that's what I'm just very curious about. Yeah, one of the things that I remember many critics, including Adam Sessler, rest in peace, G4, uh, <laughs> said, like when he did his review of Breath of the Wild for the reboot, was that you know he liked it, but it felt empty. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. and, it, and it did. Looking back, you know, there were times where I'm just like, you know, riding on my horse. You hear that, Faith? I I've ridden the horses already. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, you're just you're just experiencing them. I've already ridden the horses, but uh. You know, there were times where I was just like, you know, like going around, and then I, then I, there would be a spot where like a lot of things are happening. Uh, whoop, the Lionels, yeah, I hated running. Oh, the Lionels, yeah. But like that was that was excitement. I'm like, okay, you have to go fight this Lionel. Okay, let's do this. You know, and then there was like a there was like a, one of the Titan monsters. It was fine. I never found the dragons. I had to read about them. Like, wait a minute, there are dragons in the game. So <laughs> I want them to make it feel not just more alive, which I think the sky. Uh, oh yeah, oh, the yeah. Sky islands, the underground, and some of the other things will, will help with that. But I but this actually ties into Jedi Survivor. I want to feel a need to do all the side quests. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like with like with Star Wars Jedi Survivor, um, you know, you have all these places you can go and I'm like, "Well, why am I doing this?" And they go, "Well, there's a Jedi temple here. You can get some, you know, points and abilities and such or hey, if you do this one, you can build up your saloon. It can have some fun things to do like this really cool uh interactive card game they have." I'm like, "I want to have that kind of feeling in in I will. I think once the game is out, I, and I haven't made, I will stop saying Breath of the Wild. Um, but right now, like Tears of the Kingdom, still feels like a like a distant memory or a distant hope. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I want it to feel not just more alive, but that you know I could just go anywhere and I'll randomly run into like really fun things, or I'll I'll, I'll hit a side quest where I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's do the side quest. That sounds like a lot of fun. I want to have that kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah, like the sense of like oh like like going with uh like Masahiro Sakurai's video, like again, that reward that system, like yes, you we we want to get that reward of like new equipment, new armor, but basically like 
in a sense, like with Age Calamity as well. Like, Age Calamity, I feel like their side quest was perfect because, like, one, if you like clear clear the side quest, you get like more skills, more uh, clear up the area of the map for Age of Calamity. And here in Tears of the Kingdom, like I can only imagine, like I don't know, like, yeah, help clear out like the area of like um, Ganondorf's influence, the Dark Moon, like lesser enemies, no goblins in that area. I mean, maybe they will bring back the blood, the Blood Moon. Um, uh, mechanic again again revitalize re- re- revive everyone again but yeah like this, the side quest themselves like yeah how much is it gonna add into the world like is it fun aside from like the basic of reward like quest rewards a system yeah yeah so like, there's there's a lot of things that i i just from a gameplay experience i think like because of what they did with breath of the wild and like that was is the ironic thing here is like that was more or less a base plate. That was mm-hmm. them saying, "Hey, w- let's try and do this open world thing. Let's see how it goes." You know, <laughs> and, and now it's like, okay, well, we, we did it. It worked out. People liked it. You know, what can we do now? And I'm interested in seeing the now part. Like, oh, let's put sky islands. Hey, let's have you go underground. Hey, let's give you a fuse ability. Hey, let's do this, that, and the other thing. And it'll just keep building. Like that's so exciting. Right, right, right. Just like now with all these different tools at all these years afterwards, like, yeah, what can we do now again in this world once again to make something old new again? Yeah, right, right, right. Scott, you have another thing? <clears throat> I am curious on how the ally system will work. Because oh, we yeah, did okay, see okay, in okay. the final trailer of like allies helping Link with fighting enemies. And I wonder how that's going to work. And I really hope that it's a lot more. I don't know. Something like we have like allies that help with like actual fights we want to help with other than just like mm-hmm. being in the overworld kind of a deal. Right, right, right. Actually amassing an <clears throat> army like they showed off in the trailer, right? If yeah, exactly. That's something that I hope to see a lot of. Um, so I want to like, hopefully we see a lot more of like the actual army and war fights that go down. It's not just like background text kind of a deal. Mm, right, right, right. They did influence, uh, emphasize regard to it. Yeah, there will be su- uh, like scale, like war scale battles, and like out of age calamity, and like yeah, I think they even if they take take uh, cues from the Harbor, the Warriors games. So yeah, I think they they that they take cues from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I definitely think that's that's one of my interesting things, and uh, and I, I hate to keep going back to Jedi Survivor, but they actually <laughs> no, I mean, it, but they they do that. There are points in the game where these allies that you have will just randomly join you in a battle, and you can even do like tag team finishers with them, and it's really cool. And I and I was getting that vibe like when we saw Sidon show up and uh, the new owl, uh, the bird, the the one that's not a dick, and. Uh, <laughs> Like, hey, we're like, hey, what do we want to do with Rivali? Do you want to make him like a good friend of Link? Like, no, make him a dick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that would be a change of pace, I suppose. So, you know, I, and uh, some of the other ones, you know, I, I could definitely see it being a fun system where maybe even like you guide them. Like, hey, you take out that enemy while I take on this one. Or, hey, hit them from this side or use this special attack you have. I mean, the potential is there. So, but just, just make sure the AI is good. <laughs> Yes, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Video games, the only place where you actually want good AI. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, tell me I'm wrong. I am not. That's no, you're not wrong. That's <laughs> uh-huh. So anything anything else? Anything else for our hopes and dreams for 
I mean, I'm not... wild. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom, dang it. <laughs> yeah, like, Talk just say it in your mind. Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom. Like, yeah, just do a full, full on Beetlejuice with that. And, maybe and then I'll, I'll do that, that, but I'll be like, yeah, then in Breath of the Wild. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just to wrap it up, like, yeah, I, like, my only hopes and dreams regarding to this game is, like, one, like, one, make, like, this also, again, be the same kind of like Zoto f- feeling kind of game. Like this is the, another game that will like change the landscape. I mean, sure, maybe that's asking a bit too much, but like Breath of the Wild was already something pretty incredible, and like I feel like here we're just kind of going at that moment again. Like this may change something in in the game sphere. I feel like, and like be it like again what we just said now to playable Zodas to like different ideas that could be introduced here. Like I, I just hope that this game can be, be like I don't know another staple in the game industry that people will just uh, look back to. I like that. I like that. Will or Scott? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm all over the place. I'm still dealing with a lot of stuff, but Scott. Ah, oh, okay. So I am really excited for it. I thinking of all the things that I can think of that I would desire. Would also also make it that it is almost seamless in its transitions between sky and um, the ground, but also seamless, and we don't have to wait so long for everything to load in. Kind of a deal. I remember Breath of the Wild having a lot of like popping issues, but I think that was because of just how big the world itself was, as well as the whole issue of it being made for the Wii U, and then they're like, "Oh crap, the Switch is coming out." Yeah, for me, it's. I'm I'm excited to just have a game to where I know I'm gonna be playing it for like hours and hours. <laughs> like I, I I I do my best to play games like at my own pace, even when I'm reviewing them. But there's just some there's a joy in having a game that you know like I'm gonna be playing this for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just there's gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna immerse myself in this game and I'm going to like revel in this game and have <laughs> fun in it. And even though I will be reviewing Breath of the Wild. I am not going to force myself get it, force myself um, to beat it in two weeks. Like, like Keith, Keith even told me in the past, like Todd, you don't need to beat it in two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't for Xenoblade because it took me like an extra day or so. But <laughs> and I was without doing like so many side quests. Like I never did the the soul jacking thing or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but with Breath of the Wild, dang it! <laughs> tears, of the tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, so Kingdom of Tears. I want nothing more than just to like to jump in, to enjoy it, to, to explore the Sky Islands, to explore the other ground. And we haven't even seen like a single. Okay, I think we seen like one tease of a dungeon. And, like that was because mm. of the boss. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one like the mech that's coming out of the wall. But aside from that, we haven't, we haven't seen like anything of the the bosses. We've only seen like one trailer with Ganon. We have so many questions about where Zelda is and this new species that might have the tears and whatever. And what what do the tears do? Like, why do the tears matter? You know, like, they, they indicate that it's, like, a power-up or something, because we saw Sidon and others with them, and Ganon had one on his forehead. You know, there's so many mysteries, and I just want to revel in this world. And the best part about it coming out next Friday is I'll have most of my major work done by next Friday. It's actually going to be done this weekend, but still. Hooray! Hooray! So, like, I'll be like, oh, I have, like, 
very little work to do today. So where can I block out me, p- me playing Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, <laughs> you know, like, oh, Saturday and Sunday. I have nothing that weekend. I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, and like, it, it kind of, of stinks as well because that's also Mother's Day weekend. So the fact like, oh, do I want to spend the entire weekend spend with my mother or, or just spend time with Tears of the Kingdom? It's like, oh, boy. Uh, oh, decisions, decisions. <laughs> yeah. So... It's it's I think it's gonna be a fun time. Now, will it be the masterpiece that we all expect? Who knows? Who yes, knows? it absolutely will. Okay, <laughs> like, it, it, it's nice to have hope. It's, it's nice, to, nice hope. to dream. It's nice to dream. Yeah, but you know, and and I think that's actually I think that's gonna be one thing I'm most interested in is will it live up to the hype? Because not unlike with wait for it, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, there was <laughs> there's the question of you know can they recapture the magic? And some games do, like Jedi Survivor, and some games don't. That's just the way gaming works. No, but with the team, with Anuma and everything we've seen, and I think like the previews have shown, you know, I I definitely think it will be a great game. You know, very few mainline Zelda games suck, okay, or aren't as enjoyable as the other ones. And I'm talking mainline, not the CDI stuff. Um, curse you, Wander Gamerlon. What even is Gamerlon? Anyway, like, anyway. Um, but as long as we enjoy it, as long as we have fun. As long as this wait, this six year plus wait, has been worth it, then it won't matter. It won't matter if it's game of the year or just a nominee or whatever. So, don't let us down, Nintendo. <laughs> like, look, did you see what happened with Redfall? Okay, Nintendo, please don't be that. <laughs> yes, please don't. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and seriously, like, that whole Redfall backlash is hilarious to me, and. I, I and then I, I I wrote an article for another website about how a former writer of Bioware and the creator of Dragon Age said that Bioware eventually got to the point where they hated their writers because they considered them an albatross, kid you not, and that their narrative team was weighing down the company. I'm like, how high are you? <sighs> yeah, because Anthem was such a success without a good story. Great job. <clears throat> Don't get me started on Andromeda. So, yeah, so like we all now we know why Bioware sucks. Um, but I, I trust Nintendo, I know that they believe in releasing a game when it's ready, when it's good, and when they think they have it at, at good a peak as possible. So, next Friday is going to be a lot of fun, and I hope you all look forward to it as well. And with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo RTM podcast. What are you looking forward to? With Tears of the Kingdom. And please don't say everything. Give us specifics, Gus Jangu. <laughs> Alright? I mean, we're not asking for much, yes, we are. We're asking you to, like, you know, type and, like, hit send. You know, it's it's process. Totally understand. That was a joke. Laugh, dang you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, even Scott, Scott, you even have a better fake laugh than Will. See, this is why I go to you <laughs> for this kind of thing. Alright? Um, but let, Years let's, of practice. Years of practice. <laughs> <laughs> but they haven't even been on the podcast a year, so how, who have you been fake laughing to? Uh, Nobody I, who needs to know. Yeah, I don't, I, don't need to, I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that answer. But um, let us know what you're expecting, what you're hoping for with Tears of the Kingdom next week, and are you getting it day one, or are you going to get it on midnight one, like Will is next week? Because, yes, he will be at Nintendo NYC to get his copy, and I wish you the best of luck with that, Will. Yeah, I mean, if if they did the same thing as before, like they're gonna be um doing the Nintendo Pass, uh, yeah, Speed Pass for that night. So here's hoping they release information by tomorrow Friday, but time recording. Yeah, fingers fingers crossed. 
And of course, what are what side are you going to be on in the Triforce Splatfest Power Wisdom or uh, you know Courage thing that? Uh, let us know in the comments below. So for Falco Faith, Skull Kit Scott, and Warrior Will, I am Triforce Style. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We've made it to the end of the level because we trusted in the Force. Raise the flag with the Force push. Thank <laughs> you.